Welcome back. We're Stacy and Pete. It's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. And we're going to talk about our favorite fictional couples from both TV shows and movies. All media. (laughs) (laughs) You're so cute. All of them. All of them. (laughs) So Valentine's Day is over, but we are still in the mood for love. We're continuing our month of love. Simply because you're near me. That's right. <laughs> you want to go first? I'm going to go first. I'm going to start with my HMs. All right. I'm just going to rattle them off. Just rattle them right off. Rattle them right off. <laughs> first off, Kevin and Winnie from The Wonder Years. I'm surprised that's not on your main list. Well, listen, there's a lot to consider when I you know. make these lists. I know. Zach and Kelly, Saved by the Bell. Also a surprise. Yes. <laughs> Coach Taylor and Tammy from Friday Night Lights. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose. And last one, Steve and Elise Keaton from Family Ties. Sha-la-la-la. Family Ties. All right, what do you got? My honorable mentions, or HMs, Dwayne Wayne and Whitley Gilbert from A Different World. I just saw that intro here recently on the page. Yeah, it's so fun. Every time I see it, I just want to watch it all. Ooh, maybe we could do that pilot episode for our Patreon. Ooh, good call. Suggy Stackhouse and Eric Northman from True Blood. Suki. That's not how he says I know her name. it's not. That's Vampire Bill. That's Vampire Bill. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely Team Eric on that show. Do you see the movie that he's about to come out with? I think so. I think it's called The Northman. Oh, yeah. And because yeah. uh, people were saying that maybe it was Eric Northman's origin story. <laughs> I hope it is. That would be great. <laughs> that would be amazing. Brenda and Dylan from Beverly Hills 90210. This is one I'm surprised is not on your core list. I know. We have Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. <sighs> yes. So good. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Stop it. Tim Riggins and Lila Garrity from Friday Night Lights. Such a good couple. Tim Riggins is everything. And I also like Tim with Tyra, but, yeah. you know, I'll just take him anyway that I can get him. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was inappropriate. So sorry. The last of my HMs, Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky. Good one. Yeah. I mean, that wedding. Epic. Je- Jesse singing forever to her at the piano. I thought about doing that for you at our wedding, but, you know, it's just... <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, you didn't want to bring out the choir? Yeah, I didn't want to bring out the choir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead. Okay, number five on my list. From Friends, Ross and Rachel. We go without you. We go without you. This is a show that we've covered. We've covered a lot of friends, like over several episodes. We have. It was last year around the time of their reunion. So I remember how excited we were to produce all of that content. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently people are not big friends fans. Well, you're, not... I think you either really love it or you hate it. Yeah. I mean, people listen to the episode. It was more so on Instagram where I was seeing a lot of hate. Yes. Every time I posted about it, people were like, Ugh. <laughs> it was surprising. Yes. Still a lot of fun for us, though. And they had a complicated but memorable relationship. Number five on my list is Marshall and Lily from How I Met Your Mother. Good 
I just think they're adorable. They are. I love their dynamic and they're so much fun. (laughs) And yeah, the only reason they're not higher on the list is because the other four couples are just like the epitome. They're like everything to me. So (sighs) I just saw your number one. I can't wait to get to it. (laughs) Stop it. All right. Number four, Mitchell Pritchett and Cam Tucker from Modern Family. Those two are hilarious, and they are just so in love. See, there are a couple I don't know because I've never watched Modern Family. That blows my mind that you have not watched Modern Family. I loved that show. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched quite a bit of it, Uh and they are so funny. Was it on in the early 2000s? Yes, I think it did start in the early 2000s. You better check, otherwise it wouldn't be considered for this list. Wait a minute. We just said overall. Overall? We didn't, we didn't put a period on I here. I think everything. 2009. Uh, perfect. Suck it. Oh, look up Friday Night Lights. That was like 2005, I bet you. Okay. 2006. Okay. It fits. You know, we try to keep it under 2010. Yeah, I didn't really consider that when doing this. but I, I think uh, these all fit. Yeah, I got lucky. Okay, my number four, Felicity and Ben from Felicity. there are a lot of people out there that are team Noel and I love Noel like there's not really anything negative I can say about Noel except I just saw the sparks between Felicity and Ben more now Pete hasn't watched the whole show yet we're only like halfway through season one yeah I was gonna say spoiler alert (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) listen it's been 20 years at least you had to assume that they got together at some point Maybe. I I don't know. I was thinking that this was going to be the type of show that never paid that off because was J.J. Abrams involved in this show at all? Yes. Yeah. So I feel like there's going to be some type of mystery or goal that's not going to be met (laughs) because it's J.J. Abrams. There was a little bit of a, a, a section of their last season. I'll just say it was odd. Was it? It was odd. I Yes. But well, I can't wait to get there. Yeah, it's interesting though. All right, number three, Jim and Pam from The Office. Baby, you've been going so crazy lately. Nothing seems to be going right. So another one where I don't think you have a lot of exposure to The Office, do you? I don't. I know who Jim and Pam are, yeah. and I think I've seen bits and pieces, but it's one that everyone is like, you have to watch it. And I don't know why I never got into it. I mean, it was the same as like, I didn't get into Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, you forced me to watch it, and then I loved it. So yeah. I'm sure that I would love this, too. We just haven't taken the time to do it yet. You would. And Jim and Pam in particular, you would really love. Yeah, I love those actors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great cast. It is. Number three for me. Also might be an unpopular opinion, but Carrie and Aiden Shaw from Sex and the City. You think I'd leave your side, baby? You know me better than that. Well, you know my opinion about Aiden Shaw. <laughs> yeah, he's not an Aiden Shaw fan, um, but... I bet I, you if I met John Corbett, he'd be the nicest man on earth. Yeah. And I would quickly change my opinion. I just found him annoying. And I hated his hair. 
<laughs> and it's so funny, though, because they're you hated his hair. Well, you hated season three, Aiden. Season four, Aiden came in with a short haircut and he looked hot. He was hotter in season four. I'll admit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that you're not afraid to admit <laughs> that he was hot. Um, yeah. Aiden just did it for me. But it's funny because you dislike him. Yet there are a lot of qualities about him that I always loved that I see in you. Well, we're both amazing craftsmen, so. That's true. I mean, look at our kitchen. You're really. (laughs) Listen, you've done a great job. You just haven't finished it. It's a slow burn. Okay. (laughs) I'm building that anticipation. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you know, I did eventually love big, but I still, I mean, to this day, you know, on and just like that, I'm waiting for them to bring Aiden back. And it's funny because John Corbett actually teased to someone that was interviewing him that he was going to be on the show. He said he was like going to be on like four or five episodes or something. And then later, like apologized to them because he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that to get, he's like, I was just having fun. And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was like, it's fine. Like it's fun to, you know, build the intrigue, but it was disappointing to fans when he didn't show up. Is it Uh, over? The season is over, but they are coming back for a season two, I believe. So my fingers are crossed. I was going to say, I didn't think he showed up in this first season at all. No, he didn't. Well, then what's he yapping on about? They cut his part or something? No, he wasn't there. He was just making it up. He just thought it would be funny to like. Oh, he was just making it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I'm sorry. I I must have drifted when you said that. (laughs) Thinking about lightsabers. (laughs) (laughs) As I do. (laughs) I've got to reel him back in. All right. Number two on my list. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Let me just say, though, I mean, there are so many moments that I loved with Carrie and Aiden when he's sitting in that, you know, he makes that chair and he's sitting in the chair and she comes and sits in his lap and by your side by Sade is playing. Oh, and then he calls her Pop-Tart. And he calls her Puddin' and Pop-Tart. Oh, it's the best. You call me all kinds of fun and silly names. Way better than Pop-Tart. I would love it if you called me Pop-Tart. Well, maybe I will. We'll see. <laughs> maybe that'll change my opinion. I love it. He's like, that's that's his way to get back at me. Well, maybe I will. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Number two on my list. Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Papa's got a brand new bed. Original Aunt Viv or the? Original yeah. Aunt Viv. I mean, replacement Aunt Viv was fine, but she did not hold a candle to original Aunt Viv. And then the drama we find out about later, Later, the real life drama and the reconciliation there makes me like her even more. Me too. And if you haven't listened to our Fresh Prince episode, we talk about that a lot more. We do. Yeah. I also feel like their chemistry was better. Like original Aunt Viv. She just really owned that character. She felt yeah. like Aunt Viv to me. And that episode where she's trying out for the dance class. Yeah. She does that routine. Oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> Number two on my list, Angela Chase and Jordan Catalano from My So-Called Life. I do it if I can. I hope you know I will. Old Catalano. And listen. This relationship was more of a situationship. It was toxic. It was angsty and relatable. And we don't know where it would have gone. Right. Because we, you know, that's all anybody ever says. Anytime I ever post about my so-called life, anything about it, there's going to be at least 50 comments (laughs) saying, 
There should have been a season two. We absolutely agree. Or maybe a full season one. I don't know. Maybe finish the season. Well, they finished it. No, it should have been 24 episodes. I'm pretty sure that was meant to be the finale. No. Well, I'm sure they cut content in between and gave us the finale for the season because it should have been 24 episodes. Every single show was back then. Hmm. Well, how many are there? 19? Yeah, 18 or 19. Yeah. I mean, listen, they definitely left it with a cliffhanger and kind of made you think like, oh, there may be something happening with her Brian Krakow. We've talked about that on the My So-Called Life episode, too. But yes. anyway, back to Angela and Jordan. Why are you like this? <laughs> like what? Like how you are. Oh, everything about their relationship, making out in the boiler room, him singing the song Red and her thinking it was about her, but mm-hmm. it was about his car. But she never knew. So that's OK. Uh, when he confessed that he couldn't read, when they kissed in the car for the first time, oh, all of it. It all felt very real. Yeah. And I authentic. Mean, I also, you know, was very attracted to Jared Leto at the time, but I just really related to Angela and her situation. And I had a situation that felt really similar. Mm -hmm. So does your situation have the same vampire qualities that Jared Leto apparently has? Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) Because I don't think this dude has aged at all. Yeah, we were looking at pictures the other night of him. He's 50 and I I don't see a wrinkle like it's mind blowing. I'm convinced he's on whatever that anti-aging or de-aging therapy is that they've been. I've heard it talked about in the past couple of years. Like you're going to live to about the same age, but cellular breakdown will happen less. Mm. So you'll you'll get to that point looking better and being less sick. Or maybe maybe it's just genetic. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. More power to (laughs) you. All right. Number one. Andy and April from Parks and Rec. April, come she will. When streams are ripe and The gift that I gave to you here recently. Yeah, in the last couple of years, we binged it all, and I love them so much. Yeah. Is that another one we watched while on a trip? Yes. Well, I guess on a trip and not on the trip because it was like eight seasons. Yeah, I think. it took us a. It took us like a month to watch it all, I think. Yeah. So much goodness came out of that show in Andy and April. I mean. April Ludgate is one of the best characters on TV. Hands down. Would agree with that. I love her so much. She's amazing. <laughs> Good choice. Thank you. And my number one, just give me a minute before you talk crap about it. Pacey Witter and Joey Potter from Dawson's Creek. This year's love it. Heaven knows it's Go ahead. (laughs) I was waiting for him. I was waiting (laughs) for you. The audience knows that you hate Pacey. I do hate Pacey. But you've seen a couple episodes now and you still feel that way? Yes. Why? I don't like Pacey. You just don't like the name. I don't like the name and I don't appreciate his character yet. Well, you will if we were to watch any more. We'll see. If you didn't, I would think something was wrong with you and you're not the person I knew. <gasps> Don't you, you? You can't take that back. You just said that out loud. <laughs> I'll edit it out. Edit it. Edit it. But I mean, Joey and Pacey, the I remember everything moment, the kiss on the side of the road, the laying in a hammock and reading stories together on the sailboat, sailing away together. But he bought her a wall. Spoilers. Spoiler alerts. I changed my number one now. My number one is now Dawson and and 
My number you one. Don't is, even know my her number name. one is now Dawson and Joey. <laughs> get out of here, Dawson and Joey forever. That scene on the bridge, it doesn't get more emotional than that. <laughs> He's crying over Joey running away with Pacey. <laughs> is that still your highest performing TikTok? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Me laughing at Dawson. Yes, his real-time reaction to seeing Dawson doing the ugly cry. What I also think is hilarious is like we've not had a ton of like brand deals and things like that. Right. But we did have a brand deal last fall with Voodoo Voodoo Ranger. Uh, it's like New Belgium Brewing Company. Yeah. It was great because we drink their beer. So it was exciting. But they just wanted us to make a meme, uh, like a, a 90s or Y2K type meme. And we did that scene of Dawson doing the ugly cry. To the Voodoo Ranger to the, yes. character. Right. But he's ugly crying because there was only one left or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. But they, Very they, they liked it. So. <laughs> All right, that's it for our television couples, correct? Correct. We're not done yet, but first, we're on Instagram at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. We have a Facebook group, the Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. Patreon.com slash We Don't Want to Grow Up. If you'd like to help support the podcast and gain access to super sweet bonus episodes. <laughs> You can email us at we don't want to grow up pod at gmail.com. And please don't forget to help us out by giving us a five-star rating and leaving a nice review if you enjoyed the podcast. And let your friends and family know where they can listen if you think it's something that they'd like. Yes, and thank you for being here. Thank you for all of the DMs with the positive feedback. It's very encouraging and makes all the time and energy that we put into this worth it. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. On to the big show, on to the movies, our movie couples. Yeah, movies, I feel like, was harder for me to pick because there are just so many movies. Yes. And it, we didn't narrow it down to a decade or anything, so right. it was really tough. It was actually challenging not having it whittled down to a decade. Right. I mean, we could have done that and broken this up into like five episodes, but... Well, listen, we still can. <laughs> Maybe down the road we will. We'll talk to the producer, see what we can work out. <laughs> <laughs> You go first. All right. My HMs for favorite fictional couples from a movie. Jesse and Celine from Before Sunrise. We talked about that movie recently. Yeah. And one of our favorite. What was it? It was a favorite. Romantic. 90s romantic movies. Yes. Faith and Peter from Only You was also on that list. Sharon Josh from Clueless. (laughs) Tula and Ian from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. John Corbett. Yes. I liked him in that movie. Oh, but he had the long hair in that movie. It fit. (laughs) Stop. And Jamie and Landon from A Walk to Remember. A very good list. Thank you. All right. My HMs. Edward Scissorhands and Kim from Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Bender and Claire from The Breakfast Club. Ah. And Jonathan and Sarah from Serendipity. Which I was shocked was not on your list. I know. Serendipity is one of my favorite movies of all time. But yeah, they just, I mean, I love them. And I thought about it, but my list was already really long. Yes. So. Well, thank you for leaving them for me. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. And we get to the main list. My fifth one on the list is Danielle and Prince Henry from Ever After. I just loved, you know, obviously it's a retelling of Cinderella and I love the way that they did it. Mm -hmm. And 
the chemistry that the two of them had. Just thought it was probably one of the most romantic versions of Cinderella that I've ever seen. I want to go back and rewatch that with you because it's, I mean, I've, I've watched that movie. It's just been a long time. Yeah. Be a good one. Name the time. I'm there. All right. All right. Number five, Forrest Gump and Jen A <laughs> from Forrest Gump. Very complicated relationship, but you could always tell how much Forrest loved Jenny. And Jenny loved Forrest in her own way yeah, eventually. Was, right. So it was, it was, I love that movie. It makes me tear up just thinking about it. Yeah. We got to cover that one as uh, well. Yeah. Number four on my list Johnny and Baby from Dirty Dancing. Love is chemistry on yes that chemistry was on fire and it's even better that they didn't really like each other too much while they were filming right i think they got into some pretty big arguments and stuff they did but yeah i mean that's such a great movie and i don't know i feel like i guess there's just something to that forbidden love you know kind of thing it's like its own version of you know romeo and juliet or something like that Mm -hmm. but and camp (laughs) and camp add in a fun summer resort yeah i feel like that has just like gone away but maybe people are still going to camps like that i don't know if like families are doing that i'm not sure family resorts like that yeah i'm sure there are just probably for the riches (laughs) they're probably like hunting humans or something (laughs) yeah all these movies can't be wrong can they i've watched way too many (laughs) movies all right number four Kermit and Miss Piggy. You make me happy each time I see him. He'll be the reason my heart can sing. Yes. So sweet. This epic love story that Disney then crushed here recently and broke them up. Ugh. So ridiculous. Jim Henson would never have allowed that. But his version and the subsequent versions of Kermit and Miss Piggy, they're just straight love. I love the moments when Kermit would be sweet with her because, you know, they did definitely make it seem like Piggy was the aggressor. <laughs> Piggy yes. was the, you know, they kind of made it feel one sided a lot of the time. Like Kermit was annoyed by her a lot or <laughs> embarrassed by her. But then the times when it, you finally got to see him be sweet with her was just amazing. Yeah. In the movies in particular, they had a more romantic relationship yes. than on the original the show. The Muppet Show. Yeah. yeah. Number three on my list. Bridget Jones and Mock Darcy. <laughs> Darcy. From Bridget Jones's diary. Someone like you. Keep me satisfied. Someone exactly like you. That's a romance that, you know, I followed through the three movies in the trilogy. I read the books. I just really love them together. Me too. Our number three, Charlie and Maverick. From Top Gun. I wonder if she'll be in the new movie. Oh, I don't know. Is she still acting? I wonder. I don't know. But we talked about this on a recent episode or in a recent recording. I don't know in what order it'll come out, but the Take My Breath Away song and the sex love scene. scene. The sex scene. Oh, you said love scene. <laughs> Formative for me. 
yes. as a child yes. of 10 years old. Formative and confusing. Yes. <laughs> Why are their tongues touching? <laughs> what are they doing in the dark? Why don't they turn the lights on? Why are they wrestling, Dad? <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Number two on my list, Jack and Rose from Titanic. never let go never let go except i would move over and yeah. give him some room it's funny because we <laughs> just had valentine's day and i got you a valentine's day card that i was oh so excited about <laughs> and you opened it up and you're like i was like wait isn't this the one i got you for our anniversary <laughs> yeah so i accidentally got her the same card from etsy that was from titanic and it has the titanic sinking in the background and it's got Rose on the bed, and it says, I would have made room for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least, you know, we, we both feel the same way. Yes. And they've proven that there would have been room on there. Yeah. So, yeah, she'll never let go until it gets a little cold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then she'll release. Uh, but, I mean, what a short-lived <laughs> love story that stood the test of time. Epic. I would rewatch the first VHS of the double VHS set, set that I yeah. got in the 90s. I still have it. I would rewatch the first one, not the second one, because the second one is when the ship starts going down and That's everything gets sinking, stressful. Yeah. It's then like an action movie. Yes. Whereas the first half of the movie is a love story. Right. So I would just rewatch that first one over and over. Would you? Yes. That's great. <laughs> Our number two, Westley and Princess Buttercup. From the Princess Bride. We've talked about this. I think everybody knows how much I love this movie. And I love Wesley with Buttercup. As you wish. As you wish. <laughs> <laughs> to the pain. <laughs> At number one on my list, Noah and Allie from The Notebook. In all the old familiar This is one we've got to go back and rewatch because I don't remember it that well. Yeah, this is one I, I really, really loved. I loved Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams together. It's so funny because, again, they didn't really like each other Did they not? during the filming, but then they ended up dating for two years. What went on during filming? They just didn't, I don't know didn't all jive? The, I don't know all the details. I just know that there were times that, like... What I read was that Ryan was like so frustrated with her that he asked for a stand-in to come in while he was reading his lines because he was so mad at her or just didn't <laughs> like her that he felt like he wasn't being lovey enough. Really? Yeah. Wow. thought that was funny. That is funny. I but had I no mean, idea. You know, I think that's one of those stories where it's like they hated each other so much because they actually really wanted each other. Yeah. There's a little tension there. Yeah. Nice. But it's such a romantic story. You know, I've talked about in a previous episode how I, I hate the way they ended the movie compared to the book. But so many great romantic moments between the two of them in that movie that ugh, it's just so great. <sighs> if you're a bird, I'm a bird. All right. Number one on my list from the original Star Wars trilogy, Han Solo and Princess Leia.
To me, I mean, and I think you see it now too, what an amazing relationship (laughs) overall, the chemistry. The banter. The banter. I love where their relationship went in the books, which are legend now and not canon, but you know, they had kids and they had all these adventures together. So it's like where you thought as a kid, this would all go after Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. But even what we got to see on screen, particularly in The Empire Strikes Back, And then what it grew into in Return of the Jedi was just amazing. I love you. I know. (laughs) That's it, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.